Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. It's Tuesday night. What time is it? It's time for DLS Central, baby. That's right. So I'm going to get right into it. NFL action. It was crazy this week. It was crazy. You know, I have my picks up and some picks went well. Some picks did not go well at all. Uh, some I, I barely, barely covered. Uh, but then there are others where I just totally got wrong. Uh, but that, that's what this year is about. It's just really unpredictable. Um, I mean, I think no one expected Buffalo to take out the Rams. I mean, I know Buffalo has is, is been there. Is, this is a year where people are thinking, hey, they're going to really do some damage. But I didn't see them being able to go head up with Buffalo with, with uh, the Rams and take them down. I didn't expect that, especially to be up by how much they were. It was at one point it was like 28 to three. I was like, you have to be kidding me. But then the Rams rallied back and I thought Buffalo was going to pull in Atlanta and it didn't happen. <laughs> I, speaking of Atlanta, we, we, we get to them in a minute. We, we get to them in a minute, but yet yeah, that game was so, so fun. Uh, to to follow on my my Yahoo Sports app because <laughs> I couldn't see the game, but um, man, like the twists and the turns, and I'm glad the Buffalo defense didn't allow them to fully come back. It seemed like they were able to to snap out of whatever the trance that they were in and say, "Hey, you know what? We got to get a stop." And so they they figured out a way to at least get some more points on the board to make it 35, 32. And they they were able to hold off the Rams. Great game. Uh, Got to give props to Buffalo uh, because they took it to them. I mean, but the, yeah, they allowed the Rams to score like 29 points in the second half. But I mean, they were owning the Rams up until then. And it made you, it, it really made you rethink what the Rams are able to do. I mean, I know it's, it's week three, but it's still it, it's still around that time where it's like, you know what? The Rams should be able to put up a better fight against a team like Buffalo. But, I mean, you you talking about just a turnaround in the fourth quarter. It's just they, they it's like, no, we're not going out like that. So they just started surging back. But uh, Josh Allen... He he found a way to get that to get that touchdown at the end though when it looked like they were about to lose, and so much props to the to Buffalo. And if you're the Rams, uh, the defensive coordinator is probably probably got an earful on Monday 
uh, and probably even Sunday night uh, because of that debacle. Now we go to the Atlanta. Atlanta, they allowed for the second week in a row, they allowed a team that they were beating to come back and win. I don't know what it is. Atlanta should be 2-1, and one, uh, not 0-3. Oh but their defense just melted down completely. Just, just completely melted down. That That's all that you can say is that their defense just completely collapsed and folded. That that that's probably 80% of what you can say, but 20% of what you can say is the fact that their offense just that their offense stopped being aggressive. They they were on them early. I mean, they were they were moving the ball down the field. Matt Ryan was throwing bombs and their speed was giving uh the Bears a whole lot of problems like many problems they they could not stay um with the receivers and Matt Ryan was just covering a lot of ground but they just they couldn't keep up the pressure <laughs> they couldn't keep up the offensive pressure but what and one of the best things they did what the bears did was bench Mitchell Trubisky i mean you've got Nick Foles Nick Foles is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He 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 took Philadelphia to the promised land and and made and and caused them to be champions for the for the first time. I mean, the, you know, to give them their first championship against the New England Patriots a couple of years ago. He was the hero. So why why have him on the bench? And he came in and he had an immediate impact. I mean, yeah, after that one interception, the man proceeded to throw three touchdowns. And if you're the Bears, he's got to be your starting quarterback going forward. I'm sorry. Mitch Trubisky, you either got to trade him or you have to allow him to be your backup. And it's nothing – I would say there's nothing wrong with allowing Mitch to be your backup because he can learn, he can grow, he can support Nick Foles. If Foles gets hurt, Trubisky can come right in. He understands how to uh, to start under center uh, with the Bears. But, I mean, you got Nick Foles. You just need to give him the ball for the rest of the season. I mean, why, why play around, especially when you have – weapons on your team and they can actually do some damage in the NFC North. I mean, if they want to, to actually come out of the NFC North uh, and really, um, cause green Bay is their competition right now, but if they really want a shot against green Bay, you gotta keep foals in there. It's just plain and simple. Uh, but man, a meltdown by, by the Falcons. That was just, that that was insane. I mean, and Rit, they could again. They could not stop Ridley, but in the end, they they got away from what they're what they were doing, and then they allowed the Bears to creep back in. It's the same thing that happened to them in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. They were they were beating the Patriots handily, but then they took their eye off the ball and they let them come back. And they, they they gave them an open door, and they just smashed it in. So uh, that that was that game. I, I feel for Atlanta Falcons fans. Um, as a Browns fan, I know the pain all too well. But, man, that's a hard kind of pain uh, to lose a Super Bowl in that fashion. 
and then to lose two games straight in that fashion. I mean, that's that that's hard to to deal with as a fan. And I know it's even harder to deal with uh, as a team because it's something where I'm pretty sure it attacks your confidence. So that was that was probably one of the more entertaining games uh, I, I've, that are that have transpired this year. Even though this year has produced some entertaining games, they've all been close. They've all been competitive. Well, not all been close, but many of them have been close and competitive and could go either way. Um, I'm glad my Browns took care of business. We're two and one. What we two and one? Can you believe it? I mean, there are so many seasons that the Browns went through where they were 0-3, 1-2, starting out to see. This is good. But, I mean, they watching them play a team like Washington, they're supposed to beat a Washington. They're they're supposed to beat the Bengals. Um, It's like those those are teams they're supposed to beat. But, But what they need to do, if they want to be relevant, they have to actually play well against legitimate contenders. Now, this upcoming week, they got the Cowboys in Dallas. And so the Browns have to come in with the mindset that they are going to attack that that Dallas defense, that they're not afraid. They got to prepare to to um to deal with Alden Smith and uh, Dak and Ezekiel and, and Ezekiel Elliott are, are really going to give them the business. So, um, and the secondary has got to be ready for those receivers, Gallup and, and, and Cooper. And, and it is that offense is good. And Dallas has weapons, um, but Cleveland has weapons too. And that's the good thing is that Cleveland has weapons too, and they need to put them out on display. Baker has to be on the money. Uh, the, the the running back crew has to uh, do their role, and they have to really uh, make that Dallas defense work. Um, and Odell, he he's a star. He's got he's got to show and prove. That's a great stage for him to be able to show and prove is in Dallas, in Jerry World, um, where the bright lights are. That's what he lives for. Now has his opportunity to do it. And so Odell's probably really going to need to feature him in that matchup. But I'm glad that they got the win. Um, and 34 points, to see Cleveland pull up 34 points, that is refreshing, especially considering there were at least five years where it was rare that they would score over 17 points. Um, it's just because of the weapons that they had at the time. So I'm proud of my boys, but now they have to, to prove it. It's, a, it's another prove yourself match, <laughs> another prove yourself game next week. And they have to do it against the Cowboys. Cowboys are legitimate um, contenders that they're, they're underachieving um, legitimate contenders, but they're, they're legitimate. They have the weapons and, and, you know, they're a team where people have expectations of. And so Cleveland, in order for them to have relevancy, they have to beat the Cowboys. Um, New England, I didn't expect New England to be this good. I mean, but they are rolling. They they put up 36 against the Raiders. And, I mean, they're looking good. Cam seems like he he's fitting well. It looks like Belichick is, is really honing in on 
on uh, Cam Strengths, and they're going to get better as a team. I, I like what Rex Burkhead did. That was a cool uh, leap over, uh, you know, into the end zone. That was aggressive. I mean, they, they, they're coming out. They're playing good. I didn't expect much from the Patriots, uh, especially with everything that they lost. It just seemed like they lost half their team uh, in the offseason. But they coming out looking like gangbusters. So, I mean, I know we're trying to, you know, everybody's trying to give the division to Buffalo, but I don't know. Buffalo still got to see New England. So <laughs> the New England's going to have something to say about that. They still got Belichick. So it is going to be a, a great, uh, great game to watch when it appears. Raiders, I like the way the Raiders are looking. The Raiders are playing with, with uh, tenacity. I just think, uh, in the end, John Gruden got out coached by Bill Belichick and, um, and and that happens, you know. This is no shame in getting out coached by Bill Belichick. You know, he, he's probably one of the best coaches in NFL history, along with Don Shula and uh, Chuck Knoll, and <laughs> you know those guys. So, um, is is really you could always say much more about Bill Belichick, but it's like there's no shame in losing to him. Now the Niners, the Niners. I don't know how they are winning by these big marks. I mean, yeah, they're playing sorry teams like the Giants, but <laughs> but at the same time, like they they don't have nearly uh, as many of their star players. And then a couple more guys got hurt this week, but they still whooped up on the Giants, thirty six to nine. I mean. The Giants are just that bad, y'all. They're just that bad. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the Niners, they, they got a shoestring roster at this point, but they, they're showing improvement. I mean, they're 2-1. and one. I didn't think the Niners were going to be 2-1, especially with all, the, with all the hits that they've taken. Man, but they running rough shot over the Giants. Giants are in trouble. I think I think it's gonna be a struggle for the Giants to win two games. We we're gonna see. Who knows? They I think 0-16 is actually in play, especially losing Saquon. I think it's in play. Um it, it's probably not gonna happen, but it could happen. <laughs> just just give y'all heads up. It could happen. Now, the the game of ridiculousness was this Philadelphia Cincinnati game by all rights Cincinnati blew this game because you had Philly you had Philly and you and and you let them creep back in and make the game respectable they let Carson Wentz snap out of whatever trance that he's been in for the past couple of games because he hasn't looked good um but the Bengals by all rights, should have actually beaten the Eagles. Um, I mean, you know, everybody likes Joe Burrow right now. Um, but, again, like, the Eagles, this this isn't going to be their year. And you can tell. But to give to give them hope, to give them something to want to spur, to, to, to turn things up a little bit, this actually may be a positive thing for the Eagles because they're like, wait a minute, uh, we, you know, we're better than this. And so we might see improvement from the Eagles in the next game based on how this game went. I remember that, the, uh, the movie Necessary Roughness, uh, they, they got that one draw and it was like, and it just gave them a boost of confidence uh, because it's like, hey, we can we can compete, we can play. 
Uh, so, you know, then they start, you know, figuring out a way to 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 turn it around. But I, th- I think uh, Philly and Cincinnati, they should kind of both be ashamed <laughs> about how this game ended. It's like, you know, because either team could have won it. Um, but, I mean, a draw, it's, it's a rare thing when it happens. Uh, but it does happen. Now, Pittsburgh, I thought Pitt, I thought I was going to be wrong about that pick because the way Pittsburgh started out that game, I was like, whoa, what's going on in Pittsburgh? Like, y'all can't, y'all can't beat Houston? But then they turned it up. And they did Pittsburgh things, and and then they figured out a way to overtake Houston. And, and, and again, I think I think the GM for uh, for the Houston Texans is going to have a lot to answer for because the team that he put together, or him and the coach put together, is just I mean, there 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 are many holes in that team from an offensive standpoint and a defensive standpoint that they need to sure about. And I actually think this is more of a defensive issue. Um, yes, you have JJ and I've said this before. Um, yes, you have JJ Watt on your team and JJ Watt is a perennial all-star. He's going, he's, you know, probably going to be a candidate to go into the hall of fame one day, but it's just, if that's all you're banking your defense on, then I mean, once once the team game plans for him, it's open season on everybody else. And so they really have to shore that up. They have to create threats on the defense that will, one, allow Deshaun Watson to not feel like he has to 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 dig out of such a hole. But they got to have they have to have players that strike fear into the offenses of others. Now, this Detroit, Arizona game. I thought that Detroit was going to lose it because generally uh, those are the games that Detroit does lose. When you, when you look at the history uh, of the lions and, and how they play in those tight games, those tight situations, they usually don't come out on the winning end because of strategic, uh, you know, uh, miscues. Um, and so, but in this case, I was proud of them. They found a way to beat Arizona and Arizona, has typically given uh, Detroit problems for some reason or another. Uh, they just they have issues, but it it was important for them to get that win against Kyler Murray and uh, and and the Cardinals. And Murray did not have a good day. Um, it, it wasn't his best moment, and I know everybody was kind of heaping his praises. And then he comes out and has a rough day at the office. Uh, two TDs with like three picks. That's you know that that's hurting your team. Um, and the Lions, they they have something to prove. So, you know, they 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 were able to to really play. I thought they played well the the whole game, considering. Um, but again, it's just it's going to be hard for Detroit to to win in that division. It's just so tough. Like they need more weapons. Um, now the Dallas Seattle game, my goodness. My goodness! I mean, what else can you say about Russell Wilson? He—he's the man. He's the man. He's definitely MVP candidate. Um, but I mean, he's just—he's always been that guy where um, you—he's going to give the defense fits. And Dallas, I mean, they just again, Dallas has a good team. They just—they don't always 
they don't always um, play up to the level of their talent. It's like they they they're, they're kind of like the Clippers. It's like they they think they just turn it on whenever they whenever they want. Um, and we found out this idea. They tried to turn it on in the in the, in the second half, but it the light switch was limited. It had it had a, a short in it, and so it didn't. They didn't completely uh, finish the job that they were trying to 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 start by turning it up in the second half. You have to play hard. You have to play wise. You have to play smart the whole game because it's not that it's not like Seattle is a juggernaut. They're not a juggernaut by any means. I mean, you know, Seattle was was struggling to to maintain whatever they they had going on, but it's like they let Russell Wilson throw five TDs on them. Like that was good. That was awesome. It was a good game. It was a good game. I just think Dallas they're better than how they're playing. And and we're gonna see. We're gonna see. They're gonna go to Cleveland. I I love my Browns. I think that if I was to give a premature pick, and you know, I mean, it, I usually do my picks on Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> in, in this case, I did it uh, this past Sunday, like right before. But I usually do my picks on Saturday night, and I'm probably going to give the edge to Dallas on this one, just because you know they they have better talent. They're 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 a better team when you look at it, but can they play like they're like they're the better team? And I think they haven't shown that yet. Now, Green Bay, New Orleans, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind. I mean, but Rodgers has always been there. Um, you know, is Rodgers is great. I think the Packers they struggle when they get to the playoffs because for some reason. The personnel that they have, they just they have unnecessary miscues that that cripple them in those playoff situations. And so, to me, that that's I'm really not concerned about Green Bay in the regular season. They're gonna handle business. They're gonna typically come out of that division uh, more times than not. Um, but it's the playoffs that's when they they have issues. And then Kansas City, they just they kill Baltimore. <laughs> but I mean, it's Mahomes. It's like, why would you bet against Mahomes? I, I don't know why you do it. He he's he's awesome. And so that that was uh then you had some other games like Tennessee and Minnesota. That game came down to the wire. I thought Tennessee was gonna lose that because I and I picked Tennessee, but then at the last second they won. I was like, Yes, I still <laughs> I still got the win. And then uh Miami and Jacksonville, I totally, yeah, I, I was all up on a hype machine on Thursday night. Like, yeah, they about to beat Miami. And the Dolphins just whipped they behind. I said, what? <laughs> the Dolphins just had a field day on, on the Jaguars. I was like, what in the world? It made me feel so bad. Um, but then Indianapolis, I mean, they're just, they they totally beat up on the Jets. Um uh, thirty-six to seven. That's probably the most lopsided win of the whole uh, of the whole weekend. And then Carolina and and the Chargers. I knew that was going to be close because they're they're evenly matched. Um, but Carolina won that. Teddy Bridgewater is looking good. I, he, he's actually a bona fide 
starter. Now I'm, I'm glad he's actually given a chance with the proper team um, to to make things happen, and he's he's making Carolina competitive. And you know, then last but not least, but not least, uh, Tom Brady and the and the, uh, the Buccaneers taking care of business against Denver. I mean, Denver is not a good team. They shouldn't be struggling against Denver. If they're if they're struggling against Denver, then that's a sign that there that there's an issue afloat. So, good week of NFL action. I'm looking forward to next week um, to see what's gonna uh, what's gonna transpire. Um, again, I'm rooting on my Browns, but it's like I hope my Browns win. But I'm actually picking the Cowboys. It's because they're the better team. Um, but it's it's gonna be a good game to watch uh but another good game to watch is going to be patriots chiefs that is going to be a good one because now you get to see a test for belichick against the super bowl champs um but they don't have tom brady but they've got cam newton and so now you get cam versus mahomes and that game is going to be pretty cool to watch um i'm 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 looking forward to it so I hope you guys are uh, looking forward to it too. I think that's probably going to be the best uh, matchup. I think the Bills Raiders is going to be good too. That that looks like it's going to be an exciting game because uh, both both teams are are playing aggressive. They're playing with the with the right attitude, and so I think fans are really going to enjoy that. Um, but other than that, I mean, maybe Steelers Titans, but. Other than that, I don't think the games are going to be as exciting as the ones uh, in previous in, in previous weeks so far. Maybe Buccaneers Chargers, maybe, but yeah. So that that's week that's week uh, four coming up in the NFL. But and then you know NBA playoff the 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 finals start tomorrow. Miami against LA Heat versus the Lakers Jimmy Butler squaring off against LeBron James is going to be a showdown and this pick might surprise you but I just have a feeling that Miami is going to shock the world and beat the favorites which are the the lakers i think i really do feel like they have a shot to beat them i could be totally wrong and lebron could get his fourth ring um but it's just there's something about the way the heat plays and they overcome so much adversity um in their division um i think that they're gonna have a sense of mental toughness um that is really going to and they've got they've got some athletes They've got some athletes. They've got some guys. They, they. I feel like they're they're uh, like Denver, where like they can really just pose a lot of problems. They're versatile, um, and and it's just it's going to be interesting to watch. Now, of course, LeBron in the NBA Finals is many times otherworldly. Like is is like team like. The the times that the, that LeBron has lost in the NBA Finals, most of those times it wasn't because of him. <laughs> most of the time it wasn't because of him. It was just because there wasn't enough support that was producing around him to to win. Like 
when you look at those stat sheets, it's like there weren't enough guys producing consistently. I mean, LeBron was going was generally averaging high thirties, you know, to and, and above uh, most times. You know, there were some games where he might have 20, 20 something, but for the most part, Bron in the finals is going to give you uh, thirty along with other stats. And sometimes if it's really if he's really cooking, he's going to go into the 40 zone and maybe even the 50 zone if need be um, to get the job done. But he's just, he's super locked in and the Heat are going to have to continue with it. And then you've also got Anthony Davis um, who can get any shot that he wants because he's such a great scorer of the basketball. So it's going to be pretty exciting to watch. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to, um, Look forward to seeing the highlights because you know I can't watch I can't watch LeBron uh, play because it's too stressful. Because in my heart of hearts, you know I root for the guy. I want him. I want him to be successful. I, I hate that uh, he gets such criticism because he just to me he he is great. Um, you know, I know everybody wants to do the whole debate of Jordan or LeBron. I personally think that that the debate is is nonsensical. Um, because again, their their paths were different. Um, they have different um, they have different mentalities. They have different approaches to the game, and it's like the Jordan was was the man in the '90s, and I would say LeBron, you know, was was the feature of the of the 2000s so far. Um, but then when you when you go back to the eighties, it's like, it was about bird and magic uh, and Kareem and, you know, <laughs> and, and the Pistons, uh, you know, those guys. But, and then in the seventies, it was about somebody else. And, and so it's like, you have to, it, it, everybody's era is, is different. And so, you know, to me, that's where you, you have to, it's it's a subjective argument more than anything because you know I bet if there were more people around that got to see Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain play, be like man, well nobody touching Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain, so y'all can get out of here. So it's just it's subjective. Um, and then when we look at the next twenty years, there's probably going to be somebody else you know that comes along. So it's a subjective argument. Everybody wants to call someone the goat or whatnot, um, but. It's about eras. Um, that that's really what it's about. WWE. I mean, man, that was probably one of their best uh, pay per views on Sunday. Um, which was Clash of Champions. I mean, that one, that card was pretty great. And and they showed out. I mean, Sami Zayn won a great ladder match. Uh, that was, I didn't think that Sami was going to win, but it was a great surprise. And, and Sami is, he's going to be a good intercontinental champion. Um, and I think he's really going to make the competition fierce um, for those who are going for the intercontinental title. So, he he's a good title holder, and I think he'll make it fresh and funny, and uh, but also make it make the matches 
uh, really intense because so many guys are going to be trying to, to to take off his head. And but it's like, how is he going to wiggle his way to uh, to defending the title? That's what's going to be fun to watch. Um, now with the and, and I mean, and then that spot by Jeff Jeff Hardy has always been crazy, but I think the the Lord has blessed that man with some durability. Um, because for all of the spots that he takes, it's like he should be out of this world by now um, for some of the crazy stuff he's done. But he's been he manages to 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 come back after doing some some death defying things. So, but it was a great match, and Sami Zayn got the win. Uh, AJ Styles, you know, AJ is always going to be AJ. But it was just Sami's night. Then, you know, Street Profits, they, you know, they're able to retain a tough finish. I feel bad for Garza because, you know, you, you that's why they call those moves high risk because that looked like uber, like it was uber painful. Um, and again, a move like a Spanish fly, I mean, you do run a high risk of, of getting a, a serious injury to your leg because you're essentially landing on your leg you really don't have um like it, it's kind of hard to i guess kind of like break that kind of a uh, fall um and so if you're gonna if you're gonna execute if you're a wrestler you're gonna execute a spanish fly i mean you really um are gambling <laughs> with with uh with an injury that that's really the best i can say uh, about it and, but then uh, you know you got Lashley Apollo Cruz, um, that was that was a, a Smash Mouth matchup. Uh, you know I think both guys are super strong. Um, it's just man, Lashley's just too big. <laughs> He's just too powerful. Uh, I to me, I think it, it if they're booking him right, like it's gotta be almost impossible to beat Bobby Lashley. I mean, you you have to if they're really doing it right, I think you can you can do you can give Lashley the same uh persona as Brock Lesnar because I mean he's just as big, he's just as quick, he's just as powerful. Um, I think Brock is probably more um more fluid. Um but I mean you can Lashley can do the same things. And so to me, there's no reason why Lashley should lose to anybody except for, you know, just the the best of the best. And even then, is kind of cutting it close. It's just because he's he's that great. I, I've always been a fan of Bobby Lashley. I just feel like um, for some reason he he hasn't got had the career accolades that he should have for a guy of his stature and his skill set. So that's my opinion on that. Um, but then you got uh, like uh, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. My goodness, Randy Orton is the best heel in the business right now. He, he just, he is. Um, and it's all those little, little things that he does. He just, he's a savant. Of wrestling, like he says, he's naturally gifted to be able to do it, and I, you know, I enjoyed the matchup. I think I think Drew is a really credible uh, champion, and he he carries the belt well. He he looks like a champion, and he brings it. And um, 
it's like I, I can't help but think back to the match that he had with Kurt Angle, where it's like Kurt gave him everything he had, and then Drew was just like, "It's not enough. Like you're not gonna beat me." And it just and he made Kurt cry because Kurt knew he wasn't going to win this match. He did everything he could. He hit every move he could, and Drew was like, "Nope." It's not gonna happen, and because Drew is that that kind of guy where he can just demoralize you because of his his quick strike ability, his power, his ability to absorb damage and then give it right back to you. He he's he's almost the total package. So that was a great matchup, and and I, I thought that Oscar uh, uh, her two matches were awesome. Oscar, uh, she's great. She's definitely, uh, you know, the cream of the crop in terms of the uh, the women's division. And then, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Bailey uh, just because I, I I like her heel work and I love the way, like her, I love her new her new attitude and her persona. Even though she's a heel, um, but she she's really a great heel. And then for Sasha to get the payback, that was great uh, because it was, it was coming, but you know, it's, but still she's, she's not 100%, but it was good to see uh, Sasha out there. And I think if they had a, a, like a full crowd, the pop would have been huge. And then of course you got the tribal chief Roman Reigns against, Ooh, so <laughs> you got Jay Uso. I would have never thought Jay Uso would be in that position, but it was cool to see Jay get a shot like that because he's talented. Him and Jimmy are talented, and they deserve more than um, to be uh, merely tag team stars. I mean, and you can say that about a lot. It, it's an argument that needs to be made about a lot of superstars. Um, it's like because all those superstars, they have the chops to have a successful single run. And they're right. A lot of them, like we do forget that they that they had single success or, or that they're capable of having single success. Um, and I think this will open up a lot of eyes. This has opened up a lot of eyes of others to a Jay Uso. Um, and that he has more to offer than, than the tag team division. He he can compete for the United States title. He can compete for the Intercontinental Championship. He can compete for those things. Uh, put him in the King of the Ring. Let him show what he can do. Uh, put him in these tournaments. This he, he's got more to offer. I mean, same thing with the Biggie, with the Cesaro, um, with those guys. I mean, it's like they they have what it takes. They just need the opportunities. So um, I think they're they're that Chad Gable's another guy. Like if if he's used correctly, um, Gable has a very um, extensive skill set in terms of wrestling. Take advantage of it. So yeah, that that's my two cents on that. But my goodness, Roman! <laughs> All you can say is Roman turned a corner um with this last pay-per-view that i think is very important um for his career um, because everybody's gonna say oh he was a heel turn it was a heel turn now he's a heel 
and he, now he's a heel. He wasn't really a full heel before. He wasn't really a heel. He just seemed like he was just had a different mindset. He was more aggressive. He was he was he was more driven. Um, he had something to prove. But now he's a heel. Um, when you do that to your to your family, when you do that to your cousin, that just goes to show. It's like, look, I you you step to me. It's gonna be a problem. I don't care who you are. You know, you my cousin, you my brother. We, if you trying to take this title from me, I'm gonna beat you into the dirt and, and and force you to acknowledge me as the tribal chief. Like that. That was brutal to watch. That was hard to watch. You felt for Jay. You felt for Jimmy. And by the end of it, it just you just look like, what did I just like, man, like the, the emotion that the match made you feel. I mean, but that's wrestling there. It's a good wrestling is supposed to evoke uh, an emotion. It, it's supposed to evoke emotional investment. If, if there's no emotional investment, then there's no reason to be drawn to the show. There's no reason to watch the show, but wrestling at its core, takes you on an emotional roller coaster um and when you get fully invested behind a guy you care whether they win or you or they lose and um you you care whether the heel gets what he's supposed to get or uh, and you feel bad when the heel comes out on top it's like that's the purity of wrestling is that it's conflict and who you want to resolve the conflict and so that it, I thought that the whole pay-per-view uh, just did a masterful job of that. Like it was great storytelling, great psychology. So that's my that's my wrestling two cents. And, and it's gonna be fun to see, you know, where it goes. We got draft coming up, we got the sale pay-per-view coming up. And so lot lots of fun stuff in the wrestling world <laughs> to uh to check out. Um I need to keep my ear to the boxing to the boxing streets because uh, um, I know there's uh, Fury and, and uh, Wilder are trying to gear up to to get back to back in the ring. And I really hope that Wilder breaks. I just think Wilder, for one reason or another, he just wasn't in the right space. Um, and he had to learn a valuable lesson from Tyson Fury about his weaknesses and his deficiencies in the ring is not just power. It's like, yes, you have the power, but a boxer, a, a, a trickster, a slickster like Tyson Fury can expose your, your, your lack of versatility in the ring and neutralize that power and then turn on the power themselves and embarrass you. And I know he liked that. He said it, it was a, uh, it was because of the suit that he wore and everything like that. It's like, no, you just got outclassed. And that's what happens. It happens like that sometimes. Tyson Fury just ate you up. Um, but now he has a chance to come back. He has a chance to do better. And I think that this fight is going to be different from the last fight. So, But could be wrong. It just it depends. But I, I have a feeling that uh, Wilder is going to bring something different because he has to. 
He can't go in there with the same game plan and expect to beat Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury doesn't look like he should he should uh, be able to do the things that he does in the ring. But then when you watch him, the man think he Ali out there boxing, and but he can those jabs. He got the reach to be able to do it, and he's got the the, the technique down, and he's got weird angles, and he's awkward, and it makes it hard to approach him. And because he he does have uh, hard punching power. It it is it's kind of difficult to um, to come at a Tyson Fury, and his punches don't look like they should hurt. Um, but I mean, that's because we haven't been in the ring <laughs> with with Tyson Fury. But is again, if Wilder wants to prove that. Um, he should be champion again. He's got to come with something different. He he can't just be waiting on the home run punch because uh, Tyson fell for that one time, he, and he he's not going to fall for it again. It's like if you're going to take down Tyson Fury, you're going to have to have a strategy outside. I'm going to hit him with one of these bombs because if he dodges the bombs, which he's capable of doing, uh, then you're in trouble. And defense has to be a better priority. It's like for to have the arms at the side to to not have um, the proper defense. Those things have to be shored up. So it's going to be fun to watch. Going to be fun to see. Um, you know that was that was the sports recap for today. That was the sports show. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Continue to listen, um, be consistent as I can. Uh, thank you for taking the time, and I love you guys. And catch you next Tuesday for some more DLS Central. Remember, Jesus is the light. Uh, he is the way. He is the truth and the life. Follow him. Trust him. Accept him before it's too late. Take care.